Come join Libby, Molly, and Tiffany, the ladies of Consignment Chats, where we talk about all things consignment. Hey, y'all. Hi. How are you today? It's been so long since the three of us have been together. I know. What a crazy summer of recording. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I I know. We're still in sync. Oh, my gosh. Right? This could be interesting today. But, y'all, it's good we came back together because today is episode 30. And I feel like those tens are milestones, right? Like, Mm -hmm. woohoo! Um, so it's episode 30 and I'm also glad you're both here because the topic today is really a great one for the two of you. You're definitely more experienced with this because today we're going to talk about cross listing. We've had a lot of people asking about it. Um, it is definitely the current trend nowadays for resellers is cross listing and using multiple platforms to sell product on. And so I think we really need to delve into that. And by we, I really mean y'all, not me, because I don't have as much experience. But um, you do process, so I know. I do a little, but you both do a lot more. So, and I know in episode five, we chat about the selling platforms um, and we have resources in our community that can help you with choosing the platforms that are going to work best for your business because everybody has different things they like better or work better for what particular items you're focused on in your business. Um, I know we have, I'm usually when I'm at home in past episodes, you see me pull up Tiffany's beautiful um, spreadsheet that she did about the platforms, but I'm not home right now. I'm on location somewhere else. And I don't have the pretty, does anybody have it right there to show? I always love to hold it up because it's just so pretty. But anyway, we have that as a resource. If you guys want to check out episode five and, you know, you can shoot a DM on social media. But we do have that available. And not only is it pretty, but it does have a lot of really good information. I just like pretty things. So I kind of focus on that. (laughs) It's a great resource. It's a great resource. Yeah, it really is. Um, I know the one thing that we have always across the board agreed on for anybody who asks us about starting a business is that it's best in the very beginning to pick one platform and master that platform before you start moving on and adding others in. I think we're all right, ladies, in agreement on that. I think that is the one thing we agree on with cross-listing because you're going to hear very divergent points right now after we talk about, you know, what we have in common with cross-listing. And the one that is one thing across the board that we agree on. It is much easier to master one before you start spreading yourself too thin. Yeah. I think that's wise, wise advice because it can get very overwhelming. Um, So what I think I want to do is start and ask you two ladies to kind of chat about the different platforms you use and the strategies that you use for your cross-listing and why. And then I'll start because I think I do it a little more simply um, than Tiffany. I mean, Tiffany definitely has more experience and um, uses it crossless way more than um, I do in my business. So um, I have tested all sorts of platforms, all sorts of things. And, you know, I've said a million times, my primary platform is eBay. So I do list everything on eBay. And then I'll pick and choose to cross list from there. 
So um, you'll see like a quick chat I did on YouTube about cross-listing to Facebook Marketplace and what works well there. Like I kind of use that as a little bit of a clearance center. Um, we also cross-list to Poshmark and how we do that kind of varies. Um, we do Etsy. There are certain things that sell better on Etsy. So, I mean, that's kind of the philosophy I use is like, if there's something that's going to sell better on Etsy, then it will on eBay, I will cross list that item. Um, if there's something I feel uh, needs extra exposure on Poshmark, I'll cross list there, but I don't have like a hard and fast rule. We're always experimenting. Um, I guess it'll be about a year and a half, two years ago now, I did an experiment to see what was worth it cross listing for me. And really the results were I still did 95% of my sale. I think it was 92% of my sales on eBay, even with some mad cross-listing using all different platforms. I mean, I was selling on Mercari, Grailed, um, Tradesy. I, I've experimented with all of them, but um, I came back to really, I really need to concentrate on one platform and I do much better monetarily um, when I concentrate on one. So. Okay. That's where I am. That's where I am with it. And um, we'll talk about a little bit about the tools we use in a little bit. But all right, go ahead, Tiffany, take it away. <laughs> okay, well, I also start um, mostly on eBay. I mean, well, I do start on eBay. <laughs> and I, um, I used to just immediately, as soon as I put something up, immediately cross listed everywhere. And now I don't do that. Now I've learned uh, that um, it's kind of a pain if something sells immediately because it gets the most attention the minute you list it. <laughs> so if it sells immediately, then you immediately have to go back and like take it down from all the other sites. So now I'm giving it to about two or three weeks on eBay before I put it out anywhere else. And Poshmark and Macari are my main second and thirds that I do. But um, I do a lot on Etsy because I do a lot of antiques and um, handmade items. And so all those go on Etsy. And I've done um, Kitizen for, and Kitizen is not just for kids, by the way. And if you look at our, my spreadsheet that we talked about, it also tells you what you can do, but you can actually do um, stuff for mommy on Kitizen. Ah. <laughs> so all women's clothes and shoes and jewelry and everything can go on Kitizen. And then I do some Depop and um, we've done a few things on Grailed and Tradesy, but not, I don't generally have a lot for those sites. So, um, and then I, I'm not, I don't do the Facebook marketplace like I should, because I, I just, I just, I don't know why, but I just don't, I do some, but not, not like, not like uh, Libby does. But when I have done it, when I did take Libby's advice and I did it for clearance, it actually worked. So I just need to do it more often. And then, um, we also list on our Facebook page, business page shop, which, um, we have to do manually. Like we'll talk about the, the other things that we use, but that's an additional work that we do manually. Oh yeah. I kind of forgot to mention that we do cross list to our Shopify store mm -hmm. and because we use Shopify for our live sales and stuff like that. So yeah, we do cross list to Shopify as well. I forgot about that. Thanks. Yeah. 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 So why don't the two of you discuss, and we know there's two of the most popular 
um, cross-listing tools that you can use. There's others, but the most popular are Vendu and List Perfectly. Um, you guys want to talk a little bit about the difference between the two um, and give people some information there? Yeah. So, I mean, I personally don't have much. I have not used, we all use List Perfectly. Um, the three of us use List Perfectly. Um, I've never used Vendu. I have watched some videos. There's a lot of really good YouTube videos out there comparing and contrasting the two. But <coughs> as, far as, as far as I know, the big difference between the two is that list perfectly, you can list from platform to platform. Like I can go from eBay to Facebook Marketplace, from eBay to Etsy. Vendu, I think you need to have, or at least you did at the time I was comparing, um, you need to put things in the Vendu catalog in order to cross list. So you list from Vendu to I, Poshmark, from Vendu to Etsy. You don't cross list between platforms. And that is, I understand the big difference between the two, but um, check out some videos on YouTube comparing and contrasting if you're thinking about um, one over the other. We're, we're not experts in that because we all use and love list perfectly. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. I've never looked at Vendu at all, so I don't really know about that, but um, I can talk a lot about this perfectly. <laughs> well, yeah. since that's clearly what we know more about, why don't we, you've recommended that people, you know, Google and watch some videos on Vendu since we're not the experts on that. So do y'all want to delve into List Perfectly? Yeah. And oh, I just want to give a shout out to Blue Consignment on YouTube. She does an awesome video comparing and contrasting Vendu and List Perfectly with timed results. And um, oh. so I'm going to try to link that video up here because I really found it helpful. And she just did a great job with the video. So, um, yeah. So awesome. List Perfectly. There's different levels of List Perfectly. You know, you have your starter, your business, your professional, and they all offer different, you know, different things depending on what you need for your business. I've done the, um, the starter and the business, but I switched to the business because of our needs for Shopify. And um, they have it really well laid out on their website if you're trying to choose a plan. Uh, the other thing is to consider is a lot of people have been using uh, list perfectly as their inventory management system because you can import, I think, an unlimited on any plan, an unlimited amount of items to the catalog to your personal catalog. Um, that's a relatively new thing within the course of this year, I think. Wow, it didn't used to be like that. Mm -hmm. So people have been using it. I have a separate inventory management system, but I have heard people using it to manage their inventory, which I think is an incredible option if you don't have. A system to manage it yet or you're looking into things mm -hmm. have that you is, it all like that tiffany or um i don't really use it for inventory management but um it also um you can type in when you sell something on list perfectly you can type in the fees the shipping amount you know what you sold it for and it'll show you the profit on on each item Oh, wow. It does have a sales analytics page, which basically just gives you a bar graph of um, how it, basically you can easily see how what you sold on eBay versus Poshmark or Macari or whatever, because it's a bar graph. So, it'll you know, of course, my eBay is like a lot longer than my other, other ones, but at least it gets you 
it really is easy, quick, easy to look to see, okay, that's my number one platform. That's my number two platform because it will tell you um, in profit, in dollars, like what, what your, your main platforms are. I didn't even know that. Yeah, it doesn't give you like detailed reports about the finances, but it does will give you that quick graft that you can graft, 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 graft. graft. Um, So, you know, that's, that's helpful. I like looking at that sometimes. It gives you the year version and then it gives you this month to date. Oh, that is so cool. I haven't used that yet. Oh, I can check that out. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, we definitely use it differently. I don't put everything in the into list perfectly, so I wouldn't have good data to compare and contrast at this point. Right. Platforms, but I think one of the things that uh, Tiffany and I are going to do is post some quick chat videos of us cross listing and using the tool and how we do it. So um, look for those. We'll link those up in the video here, but they will be quick chats and they will be about list perfectly and cross-listing and how we use it. So, And there'll be screen shares. So you'll be able to see mm-hmm. the step-by-step processes of the different ways that they use it. So you can really learn step-by-step if you've never done it before. Mm-hmm. So, I always love those kind of things. I use, I, I, I look for those kind of teachable video moments in so many things that I do in life. <laughs> you know? oh I'm God. a visual I'm a visual learner, so I love when there's things like the quick chats that we do that break down more detailed learning for people. Like I don't know what I did before YouTube. Like, right. <laughs> how did I learn how to do anything? I had a laugh because my daughter is into sew into sewing, and her sewing machine broke, so she had like everything disassembled on the table, watching a YouTube video, like trying to figure it out. It was it was pretty cool. That's cool. awesome. Yeah. My husband does that when he fixes anything in the house. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I just wanted to say that I've tried many different ways of cross-listing for a year, like a good year or so. We did we did everything manually without list perfectly. I, we, I did too. I just I, kept the spreadsheet and I just manually listed, you know, cross-listed everywhere. And I just keep saying we because my friend, my helper Lori helps does a lot of the cross-listing for me. Um but yeah, we did it manually forever. And then I signed up for List Perfectly and um, we tried that, but we weren't using the List Perfectly catalog. We weren't storing anything in List Perfectly. Uh. We were just using it, like we would list on eBay and we'd just use, use List Perfectly to send it to the other sites. Because originally, I think they were charging you for how many items you kept in the catalog on List Perfectly. And yeah. now there was a limit, but now they don't. Now it's unlimited. So now I do everything. I do it listed on eBay, then I send it to list perfectly, and then I send it out from there. So we're working everything on list perfectly. Um, and I always start on eBay because eBay requires the most information. That's smart. So heard I've heard um so list perfectly has a podcast. It's the seller community podcast, and Liz O'Kane, she's one of our community members, is runs that with Snoop Dougie. And Snoop Dougie isn't the greatest. <laughs> Um, they have this podcast and we're going to link it up in the show notes for this perfectly. And it's, it's incredible. They have a lot of resources. They do a really great job, a really great, they have really great insight into this perfectly and all really seller related topics. And, um, oh wait, wait, what was my point with going down this road? So what were we talking about? <laughs> I was just yeah. talking about 
I said know. eBay require the most information. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And Liz, Liz yeah. Um, on the podcast actually said that she always starts on eBay as well um, because they do, it is the most robust system. They do require the most information. And um, yeah, definitely that is the way a lot of people start. And um, she's also where I learned that people are using it as an inventory management system. I believe she does. I don't want to misspeak, but check it out, check out the podcast and see. And um, in order to, we're going to link up. We have a coupon code to get 30% off your first month of List Perfectly. We're going to go ahead and link that up below for you if you're interested in trying it out. It's the code CHATS. When you, upon checkout, that's your coupon code, but we'll link it up for you and um, we'd be thrilled to introduce you to it. Yeah, quick question before we move on to talk about our community, which we love to talk about. Um, Time-saving wise for people who did it manually, because you both said you used to do it manually, quick time saver. I mean. Oh, of course. Yes. (laughs) Good show. Yes. Yes, I, I'm trying to think like how much time you would save because now they have the bulk listing, like you can bulk cross list. Gosh, it, it depending on how much cross listing you're doing. Yeah, I mean, it can save you hours and hours a week of time. I mean, it, it's not, it doesn't 100% do everything for you because like right. when you get into the open, each app requires different things. So mm-hmm. it also it depends on what level of list perfectly you buy. Mm-hmm. Because whatever plan you're on, um, more information will transfer with your, you know, when you transfer or you send it, they, I'm not talking right, but the higher <laughs> plan that you will go on, the more information will transfer. Gotcha. So, so um, you know, I've tried different ones, but um, definitely it's, it's, it's a time saver. And then you still have to go tweak the listing a little bit and like, you know, because you get into the problem where like um, Macari's titles are shorter than eBay's titles. You know, you have to like adjust things. Right. A bit. Yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah. It's definitely not an automatic process, but it is a time saver. Mm-hmm. And we all know that when you're in this business, time is money. Yes. So you want to do anything that can save time. So we know for a fact now that lists perfectly will save you a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. Anything else you want to touch base on with this? Because I know, I think your quick chats that the two of you create are going to be huge. And the fact that we're linking those on are going to be huge, right? Anything else? Yeah, yeah. I do really want to mention something that before delving, I mean, it is the trends to cross list everywhere, but before you do, please put some thought into how you're, don't just get out there and cross list to every platform because you may be wasting time. It may be a disaster waiting to happen. Check out what sells where. Um, consider if it's worth your time and energy to buy the cro- buy a cross listing tool, um, depending on what your volume is and where you want to sell. Like really put some thought into into it before you just go out and do it, and whether it's going to be worth it for you and your business. And if you have questions, pop over into our community. And, and ask. We have a lot of people that cross list there and can probably give you some really good advice, but please put some thought into it before you, before you delve into this exciting cross-listing journey. Wow. Okay. I think that's like the perfect call to action ending of this segment you just threw out there. Like that was, I couldn't have written that better. So with that, 
And I you bring one more point though. Oh wait, we got one more point. Okay, right. let's go. That was a great ending, and sorry to mess it up, but I also want to say, <laughs> make sure that you're willing you that you um, can stay on top of marking things sold. Mm-hmm. Because if if it sells on Poshmark, you have to make sure you go into list perfectly and market sold so that it will take come off eBay. And you have to do it in a fairly timely manner because it could sell within an hour both places. I've had that happen. So and that can get messy. It can get messy. Yes. Yes. You're disappointing somebody somewhere when that happens. Um all right. I think this is great advice. I think people are going to love getting into um the quick chats that y'all do and I can't wait for you to link them up and see them. So um, we're going to move on and talk about our beloved community. What do we have going on over there? Well, we did get a comment on uh, YouTube from me (laughs) (laughs) on our, um, we had that episode on giving back uh, to charity. And I realized that there was something that I didn't ask during the, um, the recording of the session. So I said, I realize I have a big question I forgot to ask when we recorded the giving back episode. We talked mostly about giving back when running a brick and mortar store, but I was wondering if you're if you're an online consignment shop, do you mention that an item is being sold for charity in the description or even in the title on eBay or other sites? Good question. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good question. And I did answer that and Molly I'd love to hear your I'm going to answer it a little bit here usually we just do that in the community but um my thought was that I do not put it in the description when I'm listing it eBay has its own charity program and I don't certainly don't want to interfere with that or step on anyone's toes and who knows what rule or regulation is going to be coming down the pike for for that right I agree um, the other thing is eventually if it changes hands or becomes store inventory, you're going to have to adjust that listing because it is no longer for, um, for that charity. So that were, that was my thoughts on it. I do advertise it on social media and things like that. Like I'll do a grouping, like uh, these sales benefit, blah, blah, blah. But I do not put it in the individual listing. I had another thought though. What if we, what if you made a store category? like in your store about these are being sold for this charity or support this charity. And this, and that's the name of the category. And you can just have stuff in that category and then you can remove it or take it out or whatever. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. I think you could do that. I mean, it depends. It could get busy if you have several charities, like I know Conscious consignment has a lot of charities in there, you know, that are in the system that use, so you'd have a lot of additional categories if we did it. But if you're dealing with just one or two or five, that might not be a bad thing to do. I think when you get to multiple, it's a lot harder to manage. And Um, I always think about, and this is me, this is not advice for anybody. Like how many times do I have to touch that item? I like to list it and forget it. Like if I'm going back and managing and touching and changing descriptions, you're that's, that I'm losing. Yeah, you're um, losing money. Yeah, that wouldn't really apply to me because right now I don't take, I don't, I don't put a time limit on a consignment. Mm-hmm. So you know, once I commit that this is yours, and it's always yours. So okay, and yeah, charity, so that might work for you. Yeah, and for charity, I would definitely do that. Yeah. Just, I wouldn't, mm-hmm. wouldn't change it. Okay. Um, we also had a question from Emily about trademarking a store name or brand. 
has anyone been through this process or have had a good resource? What a great question. Yeah. And that is answered in the community. We did get some feedback on that. Um, Yeah. So check it out. Check it out. Check us out. Because, I mean, it's us. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to tell you all, like I tell you every time, and at some point I'm going to remember to begin our episodes with this. Subscribe. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you are a podcaster, as I am, you know, subscribe to our podcast, YouTube, click that little bell so you get reminders. And like this video if you like it. Like, like it. Video. Please like it and <laughs> comment. We comment. We love all that stuff. Um, for more to get connected with all the ways that C-chats, that's what I like to call us, consignment chats, C-chats, to connect with us in all ways, just need to go to consignmentchats.com and that will link you up to everywhere that we are so that you can be with us always everywhere, right? Yes. (laughs) And then join our community. Just head over to Facebook and you'll see a way to join that private group if you're a seller and want to get really down and dirty and get some details and put some good questions out because we Mm -hmm. have a lot of a lot of knowledgeable knowledgeable people in that community with great advice. I learn something new every week. And I was going to say, I am learning. Yeah, I'm always learning. Always. I love it. It's a great community. So I think that's great. All right, ladies. Until next week. And no, I do not have my mug because I'm on location. Uh, Tiffany. Tiffany. Oh, Tiffany has hers in a new house. Woo! By the way, I moved. <laughs> She's in a new house. Until next week. Cheers. Thanks for joining Libby, Molly, and Tiffany, the ladies of consignment chats, as we talked about all things consignment. To learn more and keep chatting, find consignment chats on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Facebook, and Instagram.